0: hello welcome back to the 365 shed for another what's new in microsoft 365 and teams for october 2023 let's see what we've got we have updates from onedrive outlook sharepoint teams viva and a couple from around microsoft 365. make sure you go and check out the blog i just covered the main updates in the video to keep it nice and short but there's over 80 updates for you to go read over there so go and check that out Uh, look in the notes and you'll see a link over there so folks let's get started so we're going to kick off with OneDrive first one is add individual file shortcuts to OneDrive web and SharePoint so you might know folks that you can go to uh, sharepoint for example and you can create a a shortcut there and you, you go there create a shortcut and then paste in the address this is basically pushing it from the other way so an, ex- an example on the screen here so we've got a file we've uh, selected it the contextual uh, menu there you can see there we talk about the context menu we get this menu because we have clicked this little tick box there uh and we then get the option to add it to my files in, uh, in your OneDrive or maybe you want to push it to a shared area because you found a file that would be really useful for your colleagues and you can push it into, I don't know, say, an area where you've got guidance for onboarding new people. Okay, so the default name of the shortcuts uh, will be the same name as the file, but if we just look down here, you can see that, you can see that it's got a name of the file, Plus it's added url on the end so hopefully oh and it's got this little arrow telling you that it's going somewhere else so it's so a fingers crossed that people like glance can see uh that, that, that it's a link so this comes up a lot in the workplace people say well you've you've shared a link to my file in the so-and-so place i don't want them to see it now of course the, the the file permissions are in the destination. You know they're not granted by where, where the um, where the link is created. So all the rights or permissions, anything whatever you got set on that uh, document where it lives, that'll be respected. So nothing nothing's granted by uh, by creating the link. Uh, hopefully you're getting hanged out in Microsoft 365. That applies uh, across the board. So folks, that's due early to late November this year. Okay, sticking with OneDrive access, uh, Microsoft lists Power BI loop whiteboard content in OneDrive on the web. So this is a banner that I've seen in the workplace now um, in a large uh, a large organization. Um, so all your work in one place. So if I go to recent, home, shared, favorites, then that, that content, so from list, Power BI loop, um, uh, whiteboard will start showing up there. So I think this is, um, it's been a bit of a theme lately, hasn't it? No, with uh, big improvements to OneDrive. And OneDrive being your gateway to files that you've got anything to do with anywhere across Microsoft 365. So you, you, you've seen um, updates for, you, for files to do with meetings, uh, files by person in, in, in the past, in the recent past. So here's another example of how OneDrive is just becoming just that one window to every file type thing that you do across 365. And that, folks, is due early to late November this year. Okay, the last one for OneDrive. Offline mode in OneDrive for the web. So you're going to see this new bar across the top, or this new entry on the bar, make available offline. Um, It's going to be enabled by default unless your organization turns it off. It means that you can then view these files in, in in OneDrive when you're offline uh in the the progressive web app the PWA or in Teams when you're offline so of course you can have this in when you go to file explorer if you've got the um the the, the OneDrive app installed on your on your machine as the sync client you'll see that but some people just prefer the the web app and they want to see their files in, in the web app maybe more useful in 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 Teams I don't know um anyway so one of the, I think one of the big side effects of this is the fact that some of the work that would normally have happened when you click on a file um, in, in, in the browser, it, it goes off, to, it does it in the um, in the cloud. Some of that work is now going to start happening on your machine. So I think the, one of the biggest benefits of this is actually it's meant to be faster and a smoother, better experience whenever you use OneDrive. So even if you don't use the offline mode, I bet you'll see uh, benefits from this feature folks that is due early to late november so lots going on in november for onedrive okay let's have a look now at outlook really like this this so i've presented this to some large groups of end users in the workplace and uh the ability to turn on preserve declined meetings so preserve declined meetings in outlook so you can go to your settings go into uh event and invitations you're going to see this new option here show declined events on your calendar if you want a recap of how to find that look in the notes go over to the blog and you can see you you'll, you'll see the step-by-step uh instructions for how to get to there anyway what it means is these let, let's call them PDM'd meetings. So these preserved decline meetings. So PDM'd meetings, they're still going to appear in your, in your in your calendar. So they're not going to take up space. So the time is still available. So stuff can still go in there. It's, it's not going to show as busy. But maybe you want to keep up to date with the chat that's in there. You want to see, you want to see anything that's shared in there. Any assets from, from that? Um, any any assets from from that meeting? Want to be able to easily forward it after you've declined it or, or maybe you think oh, you know what I might change my mind but uh, I'm just going to decline it for now and then just change your RSVP so change change um, your response and then just go to the meeting so that looks super useful really popular uh, feature when I've shown that to people uh, due mid to late November this year lots going on in November let's go and have a look what's going on in SharePoint SharePoint out of the box Document library templates. That's what's going on over in uh, SharePoint, folks. Let's have a look here. So we've got these templates: so the media library, invoices, and learning. So I've got to be honest; I haven't looked at them, uh, so I don't know what you're going to get with those. So I look forward to it. It'd be good to see uh, what you get. What you get there. Go and check it out uh, yourself. So it comes with predefined schema, formatting, views, etc. So looking forward to it um the, the these two the media library and invoices also come with with, with some uh with some flows built in so uh, so what would that be i'm guessing uh, approval type stuff but we'll see uh due mid november for you fair sharepoint folk let's see what else we've got so over to microsoft teams if i seem a bit distracted uh, by just look that other screen i'm using the uh the work version of clipchamp to record this for the first time, started off with a slightly irritated. I uh, I really like using Cameo in PowerPoint. and even though I turn my camera off in Clipchamp, Powerpoint then thinks that my camera's in use because Clipchamp seems to to reserve it. The, the work version of Clipchamp, uh, as far as I can see, is browser only. It's certainly the, the documentation I read. I couldn't I couldn't find a um, uh, a desktop version of, of the work version of it. Um, so yeah, I'm still a bit distracted. It's because I'm I'm kind of keeping an eye on what's going on over there uh, because I might end up having to support people in the workplace. And the best place, the best way of doing that is to use it yourself, right? So a bit of a painful start, I've got to be honest, but we're getting there. Anyway, let's get back to Teams. Forward one-to-one and group messages in Teams chat. So let's say that you've got a group chat to talk about the XYZ project that you're working on. And then you happen to speak to, to one of your colleagues just in a chat, and then he or she or they say something in there, and you think, you know what, this would be really useful for the group. You can click on these three little dots, say you want to forward it. That's and easy, right? And then you can add some context. So here's a forwarded message. I apologize for the, uh, the quality of these screenshots, by the way. They're the, from uh, the Microsoft uh, message center and don't get me wrong. I'm super grateful. They provide these, uh, but, but, but I, j- I just couldn't get a better quality one for now. So I'm super grateful that um, that they provide these uh, these images. Uh, uh, they're just not as clear as they could be on this occasion. Uh, anyway, so here's the original message. Here's the message that I've added. Just say, Hey folks, I was chatting to project Bob yesterday and uh, I thought you might like to know this information. So There you go, I can get get that ready to forward. And then it just appears just like a regular message. It's clear that it's been forwarded. Now, of course, you can take a screenshot, copy and paste, but this is just much nicer. One thing I do wonder is if I'm having a chat with somebody and then they're forwarding my message to a group, I wonder whether I'll see a little icon or a little note saying this message was forwarded. So I personally, from a privacy point of view, I'd like to see that, Uh, but we'll see. Anyway due mid-January so maybe I'm not a bit early on this I should have saved it for uh, for for another month or so but that folks is due mid-January okay so just the previous um, update had uh, a hint of privacy issues on there and here's another one quickly capture content in teams mobile so I'm I'm on my mobile device and I'm in a meeting. So here, look, I click on these three little dots and I then get this option here to take a quick capture. Click on quick capture and now I've got that look. I've got the, whatever's been shown in that meeting, I can I can I now can save it or I can share it to whatever I want to share it with. Um, they say, no, on a privacy setting set in the meeting, but I'm not sure how that's going to look. Um, I bet your organization uh, will have something to say about that setting, but uh, but we'll see. Folks, that's due early to late uh, November on iOS and Android. Okay, so, Microsoft Teams Workflows Message Extension to get actions pinned by default. Bit of a mouthful. So, if you watched last month, you saw that uh, the workflows are getting a real bump, aren't they? So, Power Automate, in uh in teams um is having a bad time and it's kind of getting absorbed by the uh, the, the, the workflows branding um and these are going to start appearing in uh, in fact this is a screenshot for, for mine so you can see it's already here so you see the, the workflows here are in um in, in, in extension so i think what they mean by the pinned is that these ones here rather than me having to search for everything it will pin the, the actions which are appropriate to the context where I've, I've, I've opened uh, workflows. So sure, I can. I can go and find new ones. Anything I've already pinned previously will be there, but it's going to start pinning. It's going to start, you know, I said um, last month that people are going to start using Flow a bit more in, in your um, in your Teams. And you're going to see more here, It's just surfacing workflows um, which just got like a friendlier vibe to them, right? Than than Power Automate. Uh so, so I think you're gonna see people exploring this more and more, which is I think is I think is great. So due early to mid-November. Okay, so the new Teams uh channel experience. So you know this is, this is this is um almost certainly with you now. I just wanted to raise a couple of things. It changed a little bit from the way it, it was initially going going to be. So when the, the new experience initially was going to have, uh, by default, it was going to have uh, new 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 um, new posts at the top and the create new at the top, but they've left it where it is at the bottom. And you got this option now here to you have to turn on that option to have them at the top. Uh, people have shown this to like it because for some reason, maybe it's what you're used to in social media. For a lot of us, it makes more sense to set at the top. You know, folks, I love Teams, but this i uh it being at the bottom never made sense it's just how it was but five and a half years into me using microsoft teams they've now moved it anyway so there you go so you got some options you have the compose uh, box at the top most recent uh, post at the top you can pop it out Um uh, the improved um uh, info pane that is that is definitely better um and that, and that is available now and one thing um that uh, duh, duh, duh. Well, one thing that that people um, are complaining about in a new channel experience, you can't have um when you do uh, an announcement, you can't add a custom image to it. I'll talk about that again in, in a minute. But well, that new people who've gone to that new channel experience, I've heard nothing but cross people uh, about losing that functionality. Anyway. New version of Microsoft Teams is now generally available for Windows Mac. This might not be news to you. Um, I'm a little bit late uh, sharing this one. So the, the new version of Teams is now ready for use by all of us. So this means that the team, that the Microsoft think it's now ready. Um, your workplace may or may not have this slider for you to use. If you do see this slider on the top left-hand corner, uh, then try it and then flick over to, to the, the, new, uh, the new Teams. What, if you're someone who, who has to go between multiple tenants so like different organizations uh, it's so much nicer in the new teams folks it's just so much better but anyway so uh of so the improvements it is fast it definitely is faster nice interface that cross tenant stuff is much better um so available from the 5th of october um so i just missed it right with uh, the, the last update so it's, that's why it's been around a while of note that it's going to be mandatory at the end of March so regardless of whether your organization are temporarily blocking at the moment I know uh, a couple of places that are um, they uh, you're going to be going by the end of uh, March next year anyway so you're probably gonna see organizations kind of like pulling their finger out a little bit and getting this shared Um, time to give it another try so I've heard people Uh, say, oh, I I tried the new Teams and it was rubbish, I couldn't do this, couldn't do that, and I asked them how long ago it is since they tried it, and it was some time. Do you know what, folks? It is pretty good now. If you've got the opportunity, give it a try. Okay, Microsoft Teams chat. Uh, I can't see that. Web links to open in Edge with the chat displayed alongside the web page. Okay, so all that means is if I share a a chat, if I share a link with you, it will pop open in Edge, and... Right next to, the, right next to the thing that pops open, I will see the chat from Teams that sent me to that place, so I can look at this page that that you've sent me to, and I can still be talking to you in here. I can still be talking to you right next to the thing that I'm looking at. No doubt there'll be uh, some organisations that uh, that stop that from happening, but I think that's great. So, so one of my colleagues uh, maybe maybe Kirsty says, "Hey, Mark, check out this this uh, this uh, this, uh, this learning article." i can be reading it and commenting on it right at the same time which i think is cool so what else tell you due uh, in uh, early to late november hopefully your organization will let that happen because i think that looks great ai powered custom backgrounds are coming to teams channel announcements so you know i told you previously that the new team the the new teams the new teams the new channel experience which you can get in uh you know in Teams Classic as well, has lost the ability to have the the background you could upload to the banner, which is just, I used it multiple times a week, okay, I do a lot of evergreen updates for, for, well, for free organisations, but I use the banners in two, I would use this multiple times a week, and the fact that the, the new channels hasn't, experience hasn't got it, is just bizarre, and the amount of people who just can't understand why Microsoft would just cut that out is uh is, is incredible they just just didn't do it i think they didn't do it because this feature that you are seeing now should have come out at the same time but this is just this is, this looks like it's a little bit behind the times now this is what you see at the moment just this option here to add color so this is a new experience so i can add a color this new option is appearing here okay and it means that we're gonna that uh, I can use Microsoft Designer. So in here somewhere I can upload my own media. I just want to upload an image. How 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 did I take that away from you? Okay, so we have got this blah 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 new version of Teams. We've got this new AI experience. Now at the moment it's only available in America, right? And and it's it's got this, this preview experience. What about the rest of us? You've, you've taken this off us. Right? And now the rest of the world who use this feature, many of us daily, now can't have it. I just don't even know what you're thinking. Now, that is Microsoft Designer, it's AI stuff. What about like the ability to generate images? What about if the organisation is is very um, risk averse, and they've got a problem with all this? And then I can't get this to load. I don't know how this is gonna pan out. I, I think you've just annoyed a lot of people for no reason. Anyway. So, due by mid-November for Teams Classic, so we'll see whether we get that. If you're in new Teams, it's going to be even longer. You you know, folks, I'm a proper 365 fanboy, aren't I? I rarely, you rarely hear me be grumpy about anything, but this is just, I don't even know what to say. So, moving on. Microsoft Viva Explained. So if you're interested in Microsoft Viva or whether you find it a bit confusing, go over to the blog uh, and have a look at the article I've done there on Viva. I was lucky enough to get about 40 minutes with Leslie Crook. She's uh, 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 an MVP. She's uh, highly respected and well-known in the Viva world. Uh, and she went through all the apps with me so if you're not sure about microsoft Viva, go and have a look at the blog uh do a quick search for viva and you'll see that blog and you'll see the big video at the bottom i'm super grateful to her for that uh go and check that out okay viva home the home for the viva suite this had a real mixed experience with social media a lot of people just said it's almost just like um like a like an advertisement page for that microsoft are using for for Viva so here we go we come here and then there you go it surfaces all of the um, all of the apps so let's not be cynical let's just assume it's going to be good uh, and it just will, will bring you your surface all of your Viva stuff in one place but there you go it aims to provide education um discoverability and navigation to the various Viva modules I wonder whether Microsoft aren't getting the traction or that they want or people people think it's a bit out of sight out of mind uh and maybe this isn't this is the new window rather than the home for the viva suite it's the new window to to, to get people to to to, to engage in some sort of those apps a bit more you can see more down the um down the app bar there so we'll see we'll see how that looks uh it's it's discoverable you can go and follow that link uh, and hopefully you'll see it in uh in your tenant Well, maybe you won't, not yet, because it's from mid-November to late December. Hopefully, by the end of the year, you'll have that. What's going on around 365? The ability to create new loop components in Microsoft Whiteboard task list tables voting tables progress trackers and checklist loop components so you can see here that we've we've opened up uh, loop components and we can see here that we can add some things to our whiteboard so the the relationship between um loop and um other applications has been growing quite a lot lately but it seems to have quite a nice home in, in in whiteboard i think it was was it tasks I told you about last month? I think it was it was Planet. It's was Planner, wasn't it? You could you could, be, you could bring Planner into um, the, into your whiteboard. So we're getting more and more of that. So remember that uh, for those of you who aren't sure, this loop components. Imagine that. Imagine I've got this table here. Um I've, I've got this in I could have it on a Word document and I could share that Word document with you, and then that thing we have to open that and then and then we can get into it. Imagine if you could pluck the, the, the table. Or the list or the task, whatever it is, pluck it off the uh, off the page, and then that thing itself is, is, is an entity that you could that you can save and share and work on. And the great thing about these is that these can these can surface in other applications. So this could be in Word, it could be in Teams, I could send it to you on an email, it could be on the whiteboard. So you so the great thing about this is that you can take your work to however people like to work or wherever they like to work. It might be you've got some old school people who they really, they really do like their email. So you could share in email over there. Maybe some people love the whiteboard. They start every morning in the whiteboard. Other people, they just periodically check in in Teams and it could surface there as well. It's a great thing about this. Anyway, let's get back to this. So there are some limitations. Uh, but folks, you're gonna see that by early November. You know what? Go check that out. So some organizations don't like Loop because of the discoverability of them. But if you're lucky enough to be able to use them, go and check that out. Loop components are coming to Microsoft Teams channels, so you'll know, folks, that in when you're in a chat with people, you will have seen this icon. And I've kind of like cobbled this together a little bit. I've just kind of inserted this in here. It will look something like this. So you'll know that in a chat, you can um, you, you can add a loop component. I think you guys can work together on something there, and, and it will it will be if i created it it will be in my onedrive but that functionality is coming to teams uh, channels which i think is, is great it's going to live straight away in that collaboration area the sharepoint site nice and easy to find and the problem with them previously was if i created it it was in my onedrive and of course i shouldn't have work documents it depends on your policies but generally i shouldn't have work work stuff in my onedrive i need that that should be in the collaboration area like in, in teams or sharepoint Anyway, that looks fab. Look at all those lovely loop components. And da, 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 is it going to be available in all types of channels, which I think is fab. And that is due by the end of the year. That is it. Well, I'm glad that's it because according to uh, my Clipchamp, I've only got uh, five and a half minutes left. Uh, I didn't know that. 30 minute limiting videos is that right i've got um i'm trying to think which um which which uh skew i've got which version is one of the business one of the business ones but half an hour limit for uh for clipchamp that's not good maybe i need to change my uh my my license anyway folks that is it some of ways to keep up to date uh twitter uh, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, I, I regularly post detailed, uh, detailed updates over on LinkedIn, more brief ones on Twitter X. Uh, you can check out the podcast, sign up for the, for the newsletter, no spam, just do a once a month update to tell you that the video's ready. Um, yeah, check me out, a super simple 365 on the socials. And folks, we're done. I'll catch you next month.